together growing in faith, changing communities. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. My dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, verses 26 to 38. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying, and considered in her mind what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How shall this be, since I know not men? And the angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold your kinswoman, Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For with God, nothing will be impossible. And Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to your word. And the angel departed. It's a beautiful reading when one looks at this and analyzes it. The first thing that stands out to me in verse 26, the angel of the Lord was sent from God. There is something absolutely beautiful, stunningly powerful. To actually think that you receive a message from God. How many of us think that God thinks of us? That on a particular day, he will just send a message particularly for you. And I think he does that every day when we listen to his word. When we listen to the scriptures. It is God who is speaking to us. It is God who has a message for us. And I believe that. I believe that God speaks to us through prophets, through people, 
through circumstances, through experiences, and sometimes through painful events. But God speaks to us. The second point that I also find absolutely interesting is that God knows Mary. He knows Mary, he knows who she is, he knows uh, who she's betrothed to, he knows uh, mm -hmm. what is Mary all about, he knows almost everything. There is no aspect of Mary's life that is hidden in God. And so too, in our own lives, with our own circumstances, there is nothing about ourselves, about us, about our lives, that is hidden in God. He knows everything. The angel greets Mary, the Lord is with you. And at every Mass, the Lord be with you. It is a proclamation, it is an imperative, it is a wish, it is a desire that God may be upon you. It is a blessing. But what the angel does is a declaratory statement. God is with you. Emmanuel, God is in your life. God is entering the aspect of your life. And then he says something powerful. Do not be afraid. You have found favor with God. How many of us are afraid? How many of us are skeptical? How many of us are struggling in finding ourselves, finding our purpose, finding our Desire to live. How many of us are struggling with a sense of being loved, being accepted, being noticed, being valued? Do not be afraid. You have found favor with God. You matter to God. You are known to God. You are somebody. So God has a personal message for you because you actually do matter to God. You actually are somebody to God. And in all of these, Mary asked, how is this possible? I do not know a man. How are you going to work out this plan? This is just not me. And sometimes God reveals to us things that are beyond our control, that are beyond our understanding. Sometimes God calls us to greater heights. And sometimes we're not ready to listen. We're not ready to change. We're not ready to become that which God wants us to become. It is too much for us. It is too much to understand. And so sometimes God is calling us to, to the new adventures. He may be calling you into something which you may be afraid of. 
decision that needs to be made, trips that need to be embarked on, people that need to be forgiven, sins that need to be forgiven. The Holy Spirit will be upon you. God will overshadow you. On your own, you cannot do it. On my own, I cannot do it. But the Spirit of God will guide us. The Spirit of truth will guide us. The Spirit of understanding will guide us. The awesomeness of God will always be there. It's so consoling to realize that I'm not alone. It's so consoling to realize that I do matter to God. It's so consoling to realize that God loves me, will do anything for me. The Spirit of the Lord will be upon you. Then the angel brings something absolutely powerful. And the angel says, but look at what God has done in and through Elizabeth. Your own kinswoman, the only person that you know. And she, in her old age, has conceived a son. For nothing is impossible with God. Imagine if we kept that as the motto of our lives. That as we embarked on anything on a new day, we kept on saying to ourselves, remember, nothing is impossible with God. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.